Hello and welcome to Explorers of Elsewhere's Meet the Crew series. Uh, we're going to release a series of videos uh, which highlight and really kind of drill into the player characters for Campaign 2, uh, Elysia Rising. Um, just to make sure that you know who these lovable scamps are as they uh, skitter around the, uh, the darkened streets of Elysia. Uh, to kickstart this series, uh, I introduce uh, a new face of the main campaign, JC. Hello, hello. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Um, we really, really chuffed to have you. Um, you've been in Brindlewood Bay, uh, run by Chris mm -hmm. in the past. Um, and uh, yeah, you've also got like a lot of other stuff going on as well, haven't you? Yeah, so I host my own campaign um, and podcast, which is called Adventures in Capital, and it's all about the Industrial Revolution. It's a D&D &D show exploring the radical history and the working class culture of the 19th century um, with a lot of folk music and queer representation, disabled representation. And there are uh, astonishing two episodes currently <laughs> available with more well, to come this year. We'll make sure to uh, check down in the description for links to those two and other future ones uh, as and when they when as and when they release um yes really really thrilled to have you uh sat in one of the explorers of elsewhere chairs um your character a sanguivar spider so there's a lot of uh, a lot of interesting tidbits here uh but please if you may uh run me through the ins and outs of algonon algonon cadwallader he is a former agent of the Elysian Intelligence Corps, or the Foreign Service, as he rather euphemistically sure. refers it refers to it. Um, he is the only child of a military officer and a sort of minor aristocrat on the fringes of Elysia's great houses, mm -hmm. um, the ones who would later go on to become uh, traitors, essentially, um, joining the forces of the arcane uh, gods um, who are then expelled from the city. Yeah. Um, so House Antelier, specifically in, in Elysia, yeah. Um, and he was orphaned at the age of 13 shortly after being dropped off at Morton College for Boys, a very elite private school uh, where he went on to spend uh, his formative years um, becoming incredibly confident in that very uh, English private schoolboy way. <laughs> sure. Um, and then from university, he was recruited into the military, uh, following the footsteps of his father um, by the intelligence corps, um, who sent him abroad to conduct spycraft into nations associated with the arcane uh, factions in the war, and also to track down and deal with uh, these traitorous members of, um, of the Elysian nobility. Sure. Um, and foreign travel sort of changed his perspective quite a lot, um, challenged a few truths that he'd picked up in his very um, insular and elite education. Um, and he started experimenting with arcane magic himself and in the sort of back alleys of some exotic bazaar, he encountered this um, arcane mineral, which he calls foresight. Um, and it gives him 
what he believes to be uh, premonitions of the future. Okay. Um, incredi- incredibly weird hallucinations that he interprets. Um, and one of these hallucinations he interpreted as a great uh, calamity that would put his home city of Elysia in isolation in some sort of arcane um, spirit world. Sure. And so he returned to Elysia to inform the military and the government. Um, and he was uh, surreptitiously ignored sure. um, by the higher ups of the military for whatever reason. And he was um, set up during the eschaton when ghosts attacked and Elysia was transported to this um, spirit plane. Um, he he suffered like a near fatal injury, um, which it's taken him the best part of the last two years to recover from. Okay, wow, yeah. Um, and as we join him at the beginning of the campaign, he has just about recovered. He's, he's found a source of this foresight mineral within Elysia and has gathered this crew of um, ragtag criminals um, to exploit a niche for um, the supply and demand of arcane materials, including this one that he uses to get premonitions of the future. Amazing. Okay, so create, like, taking charge of your own supply lines. That's that's big brain plays (laughs) right there. Yeah. And the, these new premonitions that he's been given, he sort of, they can swing either way towards like another great catastrophe or a vision of Elysia, like back in its rightful place within the world. Um, and he basically believes that he's the one who can make one of happen and avoid the other um, by putting the right sort of dominoes in order and um, being a, being the spider, being the mastermind, that's his whole motivation, is some kind sure. of, um, yeah, to manipulate the future. Okay. So I guess, yeah, he's, uh, the, the, these rumours that he'd be hearing of um, civil unrest and, and revolution, uh, potentially, these are the starts of the paths to one of these potential foresight mm. outcomes. Interesting. Okay, um, so in, in regards to the, like the character itself, um, what brought you like to the the finished product? Were there any kind of inspirations or influences or design cues that you've seen, or uh, were there any particular kind of mechanical choices that you took one look at and thought absolutely have um, to do that? Yeah, well, the the seed of the character is something I've played before as a slide. This idea of like a government man who's been betrayed by his government or turned against his government. Sure. Um, and I fancied playing a spider in the longer term campaign. And I've always um, fancied the idea of a blackmailer character. I really love the social game, learning what NPCs want, learning what NPCs are scared of and using that to coerce them or catch them in a lie. I find that stuff really, really satisfying. Yeah. Um, and I was watching a lot of like Sherlock Holmes media just to get like an ear for the dialogue and the accent of like a very posh person from the Victoriana era. Yeah. Um, and then I realized Sherlock Holmes is basically the 
Ultimate Spider in fiction, he he does not reveal what's happening to Watson at all until he's like 100% certain that it's correct and that he's basically already solved the case. Um, and I thought that could sort of, that kind of character really reacts well with the Blades in the Dark system where you can go back in time and say, this is how I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that kind yeah. of retroactiveness of the of the flashbacks yeah, works mm. really, really well for the for the mastermind. Mm. So I've been um, yeah, sort of picking up little bits of characterization that I find interesting in Sherlock Holmes, um, and applying them to more a more sort of nefarious uh, blackmailer kind of character. Sure, interesting, interesting. Yeah, really, really keen to see um, in what is effectively like the exploitation of. Uh, of that kind of flashback system and the the changing of the the scene um, to to sort of like your your benefits, um, amazing. So what's since the eschaton, since uh, Elysia was wrenched uh, from the world and tossed into the great void, um, in those past two years, what would you say has been Algonon's biggest brag or achievement? biggest brag i'd say probably shaking himself from this sort of uh, malaise of uh, an apocalypse that he predicted and uh, <laughs> happened anyway um, yeah. and he's sort of got back in the saddle he's put this team together he's sort of starting to renovate his old family home um, as a lair for this new almost found family yes because um, because that is uh, that is an important point. Uh, the the hideout for the crew, mm -hmm. uh, we identified it as a, an abandoned uh, manor, but it is in fact Cabolada Manor, isn't it? Yes, um, the one that he would have inherited at the age of thirteen, uh, but never really used because he was in boarding school, university halls, and then he was off in the foreign service. Um, yeah. So he's come back to it as a sort of wreckage. Um, and all of his old neighbours have been sort of expelled from the city as traitors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a, a, a district now, with, yeah, these glorious uh, kind of mansion houses that have been torn down by the, the, the ravages of a very harsh two years, uh, and now filled with squatters. So yeah, you've you've reclaimed your your, your birthright. Amazing. Okay, well. I'm very, very excited to see uh, what sort of plans uh, Algonon puts together um, and how you manipulate the events that are going to unfold as we go through the campaign. Um, if you like the sound of uh, Algonon, make sure to hit the like button and comment down below um, on your thoughts and any theories that you have for how uh, Algonon's going to play out in, within the campaign. Uh, and if you want to see him in action, uh, make sure to hit the subscribe button and the bell icon for notifications uh, of when we release new videos. Uh, campaign 2 is a very short time away uh, and it's going to be releasing very regularly and I wouldn't want you to miss it. So yeah, make sure to keep up to date that way. Uh, thank you, JC, for, you. for showcasing us uh, your character. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.